Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. to the inspired evolution and it is such a treat to be here today such 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 a treat to be here today we have a local that's not so local i think we have the same heritage uh indian <laughs> australian there is so much goodness going on here sam cawthorn such a treat to have you here bro it is great to be here and thanks again for having me an absolute treat for those tuning into sam for the first time he's an australian motivational speaker he's a success coach self-help author he's written two books um one of them is called Bounce Forward, which is, I love that uh, title, and Story Showing, which is a whole nother conversation to be had, and I'm looking forward uh, to weaving that in at some point. Um, and he's also an entrepreneur. He's best known for being uh, the 2009 Young Australian of the Year in Tasmania, which is um, not home anymore, I think. I think Sam lives in Sydney. Plenty of work out there, and his, and his work as a motivational speaker. So great to have you here. Yeah, great. Thanks again. <laughs> I want to tune in. Um, I know there's people that are probably listening into your story for the first time. Um, how did the journey of becoming a, a motivational speaker come about? Because I know you're yeah, a look great. Yeah, look, great question. Look, I, I was born a country farm kid down there in Tasmania, which is a little island underneath mainland Australia. Uh, so I was two hours out of Hobart in Tasmania. So my mum is Indian, yes. However, my father is Scottish. <laughs> Born in Edinburgh and Scotland. What a mix. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. But uh, so, so I'm one of 11, so there's seven boys, four girls, huge family. I'm an wow. uncle, right, 39 times. So 39 <laughs> nephews and nieces, which is huge. Wow, so much love. Um, yeah, exactly right. But, but look, I, I was like any other normal kid where I, I had loved to, you know, uh, and I always had huge dreams and I just loved being outdoors, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But I always knew that there was something deep within me that says that there is more. There is more to life. There's more opportunity. Uh, there is more to see. There's more people to meet. And so with this inner craving that I had within myself, I always fed that 
fire constantly. And so, uh, however, at the same time, I was actually quite a shy and introverted kid. And so, uh, you know, I, I, however, I always wanted to feel accepted. So I started to hanging around with the really naughty kids in school and they influenced me in a very toxic way. And then I found myself getting kicked out of school. You know, Amrit, one thing I say a lot is that proximity is power. You know, we, we all know that there's now undisputed evidence that now shows that we are the average of our five closest friends. Yeah. The company that we keep determine who we are and so when I was in high school they influenced me in a very toxic way and I found myself getting kicked out of school so I never went back into traditional education at all so get this ready I've never sat an exam before in my life I certainly haven't you know gone on to college or certainly haven't studied at university this is why you're a motivational speaker (laughs) this is inspirational (laughs) pardon me for the intrusion (laughs) yeah yeah but look I've now spoken in 15 different universities, including being asked to speak at Harvard. Yeah. Uh, but because I always, I always fed this fire, this inner craving that there is more. And so yet at the time, I didn't really know exactly what it was. So then I, you know, I was going from job to job and I found myself at Pizza Hut. But then I found myself getting a, a great job with the Australian federal government. And it was that job that where I had my defining moment and my defining came in the defining moment came in the form of a car accident. So it was my fault. I was driving along, uh, fell asleep, veered over the other side of the road, and the police said it was a 206 kilometer, which is about 160 mile, uh, head-on collision with a semi-trailer truck. Uh, and yeah, it was my fault. So I was pronounced dead at the scene, obviously resuscitated because I'm speaking to you guys right now. Uh, but yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a crazy moment. Incredible. Incredible. And so on the back of the accident, what happened? Like you've obviously gone through a journey of being here now. So you've gone through bringing yourself back together. Um, I know you lost your arm in the accident you and, um, and since then you've been, yeah, like how does, I guess, the biggest thing that comes back, you know, it's like you've got your book called Bounce Forward, um, but then also like how does one bounce back, <laughs> bounce forward into this life of, you know, such setback, let's just say from, a, on, from like a meta level, like a gross level, um, to then, you know, inspiring the nation and, and beyond. Yeah, so, so obviously after my car accident, my entire rehabilitation team, they're focus for me was to get me back to that same job, back to that same working environment, uh, yeah. back to that, as close as that they can, mm. back to my previous life. But the bottom line is something had changed, right? Not only physically, but yeah. also emotionally, mentally, even spiritually, because my, my injuries were quite significant. So, yeah, I did lose my most dominant hand, uh, arm just above the elbow. So my arm was ripped off in the car accident. Uh, also, my entire right leg was completely shattered. So the doctors did say to me initially, they said, I'll never be able to walk ever again. Wow. So it was certainly a, a very powerful transition that I had in my life, really trying to identify exactly what's next for me. And still, I had this inner craving, uh, this inner calling that says that there is more. And so, you know, around this whole journey of self-discovery, a local youth group asked me to share my story. Uh, So I went and share my story there in that youth group. And then from there, 
uh, a few people in that youth group, they said, hey, come and share your story at our school. And so suddenly then here I am sharing my story in schools uh, all over Tasmania. And then before you know it, I thought, wow, I might as well start charging, right? (laughs) Might as well start charging to share my story. And so here I am, right? Uh, I was charging $500 per school and I was doing up to 10 schools every single week. Uh, For those people out there that really want to learn how to communicate effectively one to many, I cannot encourage you, um, everyone that is listening right now, to go out and be faithful with the small, meaning this. Go and speak at your local school, maybe at your local high school, even go back to the school where you went to and go, go and share your story there because the bottom line is this, is that if you can't keep, or let's say if you can keep mm. a bunch of year eight, year nine, year, <laughs> year nine, you know, a bunch of 13, 14-year-olds, if, if you can keep these people engaged for an hour yeah. on the edge of their seat, then you can entertain or, and you can engage any audience at all <laughs> because young people will certainly tell you if you are boring or not. Yeah. <laughs> the distractions are real at that age, huh? <laughs> yep, absolutely. 100%. Amazing, amazing. And so, Again, there's like a piece to the puzzle that I'm I just, you know, there's not being able to walk again. And then, you know, what was it about you, do you think specifically that had this like drive or, you know, this inner calling that there is more, you've touched on that to then being able to, you know, like I've seen you on stage, you're sharing, you're playing the guitar with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> you there, Sam? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really, really good question. Um, Do you think it's something uh, look, to you or, yeah? Yeah, look, uh, look uh, I actually believe, though, that everyone has something deep within them mm. that, um, that, that says, yes, you know, like that, that flight, fight or flight mode. And so, you know, I, for me, I had no other option but just to overcome my accident, overcome, you know, the, these injuries that I had. I knew deep down that there was still something more in my life. I knew that I, there was still something that I needed to do, needed to achieve in life. And so, I, it was like, um, I didn't suffer through any, uh, you know, depression, anxiety, stress or anything at all like that after my car accident. And it was mainly because... You know, I wanted to make sure that I could be a great father to my kids initially. So I, 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 at the time of my car accident, I had two kids, I had two girls. Um, and so I wanted to make sure that I could make them proud, that, that, that they didn't just grow up with a disabled father, but they grew up with someone that they were proud of. Mm-hmm. And so certainly at my core, you know, and where my character is, that's certainly something that, uh, I, I, that I really care about, absolutely. That's amazing. You touch on something really profound there in that, you know, there's always a balance and especially being in the personal development sort of world that, you know, we're trying to find intrinsic motivations, but sometimes there are those external things that are, that are holding us together that really help us guide us through those, those harder moments in life, would you say? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah, look, going back to what I said earlier on, proximity is power. And the proximity can be just simply your loved ones. Like my, my, my wife, she's been by my side the entire time. You know, my kids have supported this entire journey uh, right from the start. You know, my, my family, the, 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 the doctors, the ambulance drivers, the police person, et cetera, you know, they were, they were there, you know, really supporting me on that journey. So, mate, I, I just felt so blessed and I was so grateful, really, for uh, having that proximity around me to help me go from where I was, which was really a crumbling mess, mm. to obviously what could be possible in my life. Absolutely. Yeah, and there's this really interesting energy that you hold, which is, you know, there's almost gratitude for having, you know, you're really grateful for where you are at the moment. I know we like both share this in terms of gratitude being a big part of both of our beings. Um, and obviously the question that arrives is like, you know, would you go back and change anything? And I almost know that you wouldn't. Am I, am I safe in saying that? Like, Yeah, so there's, there's two parts there. Um, one thing is, is I live via a philosophy that I'm content but not satisfied. And what contentment <laughs> yeah, is... Yeah, and what contentment is, I'm very, very content. Like, I love my wife. Uh, yeah, I'm so blessed. I love my kids. So blessed. I've got, I got money in my wallet. I've got food in the fridge. I've got clothes on my back. You, you know, so, so the, 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 my gratitude is so deep, right? Mm. And so I'm very content, but I'm, I'm not satisfied, satisfied, which then means there is more. There, there, there is more blessing. There is more prosperity. There's more opportunity. There's more influence. There's more t- t- for me to go out there and make a difference. And so I'm very, I'm very content, but not satisfied. And then going back to your other question of would I change it? Look, f- for me, I'm not a what if person, mm. w- which then means that it, it doesn't serve me if I start, if I actually start thinking um, what would happen if I would, if, if I did change it, because it doesn't serve me. I can't change it. Mm. So I'm just going to accept the lot that I've been given in life. And, um, yeah, really encouragement to everyone out there that, you know, you can't change the past. So don't, don't regress or, or, or don't find ways how you can change it because you can't change it. You know, um, Man's Search for Meaning is one of the most powerful books uh, that I've ever read by Viktor Frankl. Mm. And one thing I love about this is that um, I've now programmed myself after reading that book for the second time, and this was a few years ago, to now every single thing that I do that I focus on, my energy that I give, I always think, does this serve me? Does this serve the people around me? Does this have meaning in my life? And if it doesn't, then I won't spend any time at all on it. <laughs> so, so the question, so the question, you know, will I change it? Well, I've never thought about that question and mm-hmm. I don't want to think about that question at all because it Brilliant. doesn't serve me. Yeah, that is so profound. That is so profound. If there's one take home from this whole conversation, mate, that is like, that is just gold. Um, 
there's no point in going into what ifs because, you know, it doesn't seem it almost like, you know, you weave those two parts to the answer to that question quite well because you're content but not satisfied. It's almost like, you know, when you start looking into like some of the woo-woo stuff that Abraham Hicks and I know like um, we were connected through the Mind Valley tribe and Bashem looks into some of that as well, is like from that place of lack, you can't really create anything anyway. You know, it's when you're, when you're in that idea of, you know, there's not enough or, you know, what if, and this sort of stuff, it's a really empty place to try and create something from. You can never really weave anything out of that, like anything wholesome out of that. Yeah. Yeah. No, look, absolutely. Yeah. And, and sometimes when we are not content, then that agitation will turn into anxiety, which Mm. will then turn into high levels of stress, which will then turn into depression. What keeps you inspired on the daily at the moment then? You know, there's like all this stuff that's going on in the world. Um, And uh, for those tuning in, Sam is the CEO and founder of Speakers Institute. Um, Is it something like speaking has given you so much that you're sharing that on? Like what is going on in your world that's exciting at the moment? Yeah, look, great question. Look, uh, after my after my car accident, after I started to share my story in schools, et cetera, et cetera, I then realised that you know I could then um, make this as a career option. So I then went into corporate straight after that, and so here I am. I've now spoken in forty countries. I have written seven books, including uh, two bestsellers, international bestsellers. I you know had the opportunity to share the stage with some pretty cool, significant people. But um, around six years ago, I, I just, actually, it's more like seven years ago, I just finished completing my busiest ever month, which was uh, 56 flights in Whoa. one month. And uh, I, I now have three kids and my wife said, look, Sam, enough is enough. You can't continue <laughs> to do this. And these aren't, just, these aren't just domestic flights. This is international. So I was top tier. I was top of my game. I reckon I would have been in the top five and I booked speakers in the world and um and around this journey and around this discovery seven years ago there was a few other people that had come to me and said hey look um sam can you train us how you did it because you know you're this bit of an overnight kid you're at the top tier teach us how to do it and so i taught these other people how to do it and then i realized wait a sec Instead of me just traveling, instead of me just speaking up on stage, maybe I can create more influence because mm. I'm all about influence here. Maybe I can create more influence if I taught other people how to do what I did. Yeah. And so, and so we launched Speakers Institute seven years ago at Google headquarters. Uh, and, um, and since then, we've now brought in some of the best minds in the world to help us build our curriculum. Now, we're talking from Grinder, who is the co-founder of NLP. He founded NLP, Neuro Linguistic Program. We get him in to help us build our curriculum. We've brought in Alan Pease, the number one body language expert in the world, to help us build our curriculum. We've brought in, um, you know, the voice of Siri. Yes, that is a real voice. Yeah. We've brought her in to help us build our curriculum. So I, I realised that not, if I was going to offer a product out there in the marketplace, we need to make sure that this product is the best of its kind yeah. in the world. And so I suppose the rest was history. I um, we we build a curriculum, and suddenly then we 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 found our niche, and now we are in five countries, uh, and we serve a combined um, you know uh, clientele of over ten thousand speakers. Now I believe, get this ready, I believe every single speaker will reach about fifty thousand people every year. 
So let's say if, if you're a speaker, you know, you'll reach 50,000 people, whether it's on social media, whether it's on your, you know, um, whether it's uh, live events or whatever it might be, which then means that if I am empowering 10,000 speakers, yep. it means that directly and indirectly, we are currently influencing half a billion, billion people. people. <laughs> and, and, and you know what's really interesting on that? You know, everyone's sort of talking about, you know, how to be a millionaire or how to be a billionaire, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. I believe the new currency now is how can you inspire a million people or how can you inspire a billion people it is no longer about monetary value i believe true value and true success is not necessarily measured on you you being a millionaire or a billionaire in dollars value it's you being a millionaire and a billionaire in how many lives that you have impacted Mm, that is Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. That is really profound. And I think, um, yeah, just that whole connecting to the real reason why we do this, you know, um, is actually like the impact that it has on people. Yes, you know, you deserve to eat and yes, you deserve to be supported in the work that you do. Um, but generally, like even in my own experience, if you are focusing on what's in it for me, um, very rarely do you create anything worth anything like worthwhile um but generally if it's like how do i help someone create something what they need um to the best of my ability support them on their journey it's the like it's the safest place to come from in terms of actually adding value actually creating an impact and actually helping people have their impact on the planet which is such an inspiration mate that story is yeah thank you so much for sharing that i really value um and there's a lot in there for those that are listening. I know they've gotten a lot out of that. Even just, you know, your offering of going to create Speakers Institute, employing, you know, and like the, or engaging um, the best in the world to try and create a product that is, you know, going to serve people really, really well. Um, just the wisdom that it takes to do that. Cause there are many people that are just, okay, I'll put something together and I'll be able to help somebody with it, but actually curating like something that has the best behind it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. And so in terms of, you know, having the best behind it, um, what's the uh, what's the mission long term with, you know, where everything is headed then? So is it continuing to train and continuing this impact? Is impact what drives you now? Like you've mentioned that you want to impact is, you know, impact is the, the key. Um, what's the ultimate um, vision for you? What's the inspired evolution for tomorrow? What do you see? Like, is it more and more people speaking, sharing? Is it they, they all follow a current uh, a thread or like what? What's the what's the vision? Yeah, great. Uh, so in in November 2017, we launched our 2030 vision, and uh, and and this was very much so in alignment to the vision that we do have for our company, the mission yes. that we also have for our company as well, and, and ultimately our vision is that we want to be that we will be the leader in speaker training across the globe. That's our vision. Our mission is transforming leaders to become influential speakers. And I believe everyone is a leader, whether you lead yourself, whether you lead your family, your community, your proximity, your wider marketplace. And so ultimately, our students are now coming in from all around the world and we're teaching them how to be um, powerful, influential speakers, how they can stand out from the noise uh, and how they can really influence as many people as they can in their in their proximity through empowering their voice and so we really believe that everyone
everyone has a story. We believe that everyone is called to be great. And we also believe that everyone has this inner craving that there is more in their mm-hmm. life. And so certainly that's what we train and that's what we reach in and bring out of, of people. And it's not, and it's certainly not, a, not necessarily about, you know, um, giving, uh, telling them what their vision mission is. Everyone already knows that it's about, it's about upskilling them because ultimately the number one skill set on the planet is communication. And the only way to upgrade this number one skill set in the planet is by getting quality feedback. Mm. And so that's exactly what we do in all of our events. Um, um, all of our students, they jump up on stage and we give them feedback, we give them feedback, we give them feedback. And so it's a very powerful transition that we do take people through to really transform their life so they can go, so they can go out into the world and um, make a difference. So, yeah, we'll continue to expand in more Asian regions. Uh, we're already in, uh, as I was saying, five countries, but we'll continue to um, launch into Europe in the next couple of years and then on through to the, um, the Americas as well. So super, super excited to see our possibility as we continue to grow towards our vision and our mission. Amazing. I want to touch in there because the company is going through distinct growth and you can measure that. How does that couple with your growth individually as an individual? Yeah, great question. So, look, I'm I'm very much so still um, a highly paid professional speaker today. So, even though yes, I am an entrepreneur and now I run a team of over seventy people, um, I still though still need to uh, stay relevant in the marketplace as a um, as an authority of my industry sector, and also re- need to make sure that I'm staying match fit as well. So, I'm uh, I'm currently writing my eighth book at the moment and and that'll be released with the largest business book publishing house in the world Um, and and also I'm obviously still building my profile on social media and really pushing um, myself out there as well so I I will continue to be that CEO and founder of a speakers institute Uh, in the next three to five years I'll then give that CEO position to our GM uh, which then means then I'll still be the founder of our company globally uh however i'll still build my my profile and still be matched fit in the marketplace as a professional speaker i think the really valuable thing for everybody to tune into there is just the amount of clarity that there is around the strategy in terms of what it is that you're creating because i think it's quite obvious and quite clear that you're passionate about what you're creating but there's a distinct like you've taken the passion but then also married that up to a clear strategy and it's not just shooting in the dark or hoping for the best to happen the next day it's like yes you again you know figured out going back to that idea of what really serves me it's almost like we figured out what it is that you know is going to serve people the best and thus ultimately the company the best and help you know me have the biggest impact possible i think um it's quite distinct in this conversation the amount of clarity you have in terms of where you're channeling your energy Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I want to tune into everyone has a story. (laughs) I think there are some listeners that would really benefit from um, just diving into that um, because I'm I'm sure that, you know, uh, when you are a speaker and you've sort of stepped into that role, it's, it's easy to accept that, yes, stories are one of the most profound ways that we learn. It's like time memorial, you know, it's the way we've learned ever since, you know, ever <laughs> is the best way to learn is through story. But for those that perhaps are, are feeling like they don't have a story or, you know, I'm sure there's people that you've interfaced with stuff like that. Is there anything you can say for them that are listening in? Yeah, look, absolutely. 
Look, the bottom line is everyone has a story and your story is your number one trump card. Uh, you know, it's really interesting. Whatever skill set that you have, whatever area of expertise that we have, I can find better online right now for free. So our greatest trump card is not necessarily our skill set or our area of expertise. Our greatest trump card is our story. No one on the planet has your story. No one on the planet has your area has um has been through the experiences that you've been through. So then the onus is on us for us to then share that story. And I would even go as far as to say that um your story is no longer yours to own. Your story is there to help other people. But 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 what happens like we compare, we we look at other people and we think their story is better than my story. You know, you look at my story and you think, oh, but Sam, your story is better than my story. Or, you know, I've got this one student, his name is Paul, and he was uh, diving in Sydney Harbour. And this guy, Paul, he had a shark attack. And this guy, Paul, he had his arm and his leg bitten off by a shark. Hello. I mean, that's a cooler story than mine, right? You know, I've just had a car accident. But what we do, we compare. Yeah. We compare um, our stories with other people's stories. And so my encouragement to everyone out there is not don't compare. However, the other point is this. Ready? Get, catch this. We don't care about your story at all unless it's made relevant. I'll say that again. We don't care about your story at all. I, I don't care about your story at mm. all unless it's made relevant, which then means we all must learn how to make our stories relevant to the listener or the listeners. Profound. Profound. Yeah, I think that's a really, uh, re it sounds really subtle, but there's a, there's a really deep point there in that, you know, story is vital but it also has to be engaging and that engaging comes through the relevance. Absolutely. Amazing. And so when did you first realize that you were like, it was the power of storytelling because you were obviously going to these schools, sharing your story. Um, but when did you realize that actually it was storytelling that was really the core of being a speaker or was that just something that was painstakingly obvious from the beginning of the journey? Cause I know there are, there are many speakers out there at the moment, um, that I've, you know, shared the stage with, um, and not through a place of judgment, but it's a lot of data. It's a lot of information and they're really passionate people, but, um, they don't necessarily lean on to their own personal story and why this information that they're sharing is so relevant to them. Um, but it seems like, you know, you're one of the world's best speakers, you know, admittedly. And, um, you know, the, the whole storytelling piece in and around that, was that always something that, you know, due to your story, um, you were so deeply embedded in that has helped you flourish with that? Or, you know, is that something that dropped in a little bit later? That awareness. Yeah. yeah. So, so I've been sharing my story, my car accident story now for 13 years. And it was around, um, three years ago and so i'd been sharing my story now for 10 years yeah around three years ago i um i realized that wow there is something in story that i have uh, i've been at the top of my game sharing my story for 10 years there, there has to be something that i can um share about story and so uh, and so around five years beforehand everyone started started talking about visual storytelling you know you let's use more images let's use more pictures etc cetera, etc cetera. but we're still using the terminology and and one thing that i would encourage everyone out there is really understand the power of terminology particularly as an influencer but we're still talking about tell story telling 
you know, and to be quite honest, we are sick and tired of people telling us what to do. (laughs) We're we're at home and our parents tell us what to do. We're at school and our teachers tell us what to do. We go to workplace and our boss tells us what to do. And, And so suddenly then we're now being taught how to be story tellers, be a story teller, we've been told. So, 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 so this, so when you start just telling a story, you're basically, you're only really connecting head to head, mm. which then means that, let me ask you, look, um, if I said, let me tell you something compared to me saying, let me show you something, it, it lands totally different to the listener. Now we're, cons- now we're going straight from head to head more to heart to heart so my latest book which was released two years ago is called story showing how to stand out from the story tellers actually it was released about 18 months ago so it's called story showing and it's about showing how the story is relevant to the listener rather than just telling someone an experience and again this is one of the most powerful ways how you can influence other people by showing them how your experiences how your story is going to be relevant to them and so i'm not i'm not a storyteller i am a story shower and um, and this terminology now is getting more relevant in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And certainly, um, you know, we coined that term. That's brilliant. And so when you talk about story showing, it's got obviously you mentioned the word between head and heart. Um, so you're showing up with more emotion behind it. And you're showing up with much more of yourself behind it. Is that the mission behind story showing? Yeah, so so story is all is more about evoking emotion into the listener. Mm-hmm. I believe that every single influencer out there needs to be in the business of emotion. You know, we all, we've all heard of the terminology. We'll always forget what you said, but we'll never forget how you made us feel. Right? Yeah, we yeah. always know that we all know that terminology. But the reality is this: if you want to influence anyone, if you want to get them across the line, if you want to get the listener to make a decision, it's not about just informing them it's not just about you know just just giving them information which is head to head what we need to do we need to evoke emotion in the listener because ultimately everyone is an emotional buyer we need to get them to feel it and ultimately that's what a story does what a story does is a story evokes emotion to the listener thus you then captured their attention in order for you to influence them Amazing. So I want to ask you a question about, um, you know, you mentioned the word heart as well. And so, do you know, like I want, I just want to have a a candid flowing conversation around perhaps, you know, what it is that it means to you to be like heart centered. Um, and you know, like, is there a spiritual, um, I guess background to, you know, some of you or like, where, like, you know, what's, what, what does that like? Does spirituality mean anything to you in the work that you're doing? What does the heart mean to you in terms of the work that you're doing? Um, yeah. Yeah. So I am a man of faith. So I do believe in Jesus. Uh, I go along to church whenever I can, whenever I'm not traveling, uh, I serve at Hillsong church. Uh, so it certainly has been a massive contribution in my life. And really, I believe the only reason why I am here today is mm. because of my faith. And so certainly that has been a, a pivotal journey in my life. So yes, every single day, I'm grateful every day I pray. 
Um, and it certainly is at my core of who I am. So yes, that is my spiritual walk. That is my faith journey. Uh, and it certainly does help me to stay focused and passionate about the things that I do. Amazing. So on that note, then, do you feel like everybody has a story? Do you feel like everybody has a mission that they're here for to be like their life has a message like they're everybody's, um, there is a purpose behind every life or is that something that is too far to stretch into? No, look, absolutely. Every single person in the world has a story. Of course they do. It's their experiences. It's their journey. Yet a lot of people, we sabotage ourselves and think, no, nah, I don't have a story. Mm. Uh, but massively, uh, uh, I cannot encourage everyone enough that is uh, listening to or watching this right now is that you do have a story. But my encouragement to you is get a right mentor, get a right coach to draw that story out of you. You know, the reality is this, is this, if you wanted to be an Olympian, if you wanted to be the best at what you do, if you want to influence more people, whatever it is, but if you wanted to be an Olympian, how often will you see your coach? Mm-hmm. My, my point being is this, everyone needs a coach, bottom line. And, and some of the most successful people in the entire planet have a coach as a mentor. So I cannot encourage you enough. Get a coach to draw out from you your experiences, your story, and that way then you can start believing that your story is valued, you are worthy, you are good enough, and your story does matter and your story can influence other people. Brilliant. I love that. Comes home to proximity is power. For those tuning in, any points of like, what is the easiest way? What is the most effective way? What are ways that we can get in touch with or finding our coaches, our mentors to bringing ourselves to that proximity of power? Any advice in that space, brother? Yeah, look, absolutely. Well, look, you can come along to us here at Speakers Institute. We have coaches around the world and we can certainly help you on that journey to be that influencer in your world. But in most cases, I have a coach in uh, many different areas in my life. I have a business coach. I have a physical coach for my physical body. I have a spiritual coach for my spiritual and my faith journey. Um, you know, so, so so get people that are obviously the best at, their, best at what they do. And, and one thing I always do is veto them, uh, meaning that um, be very, very, very cautious who you listen to, who you who you lend your ear to. Because mm. every single person out there wants to give you advice. Everyone does. You walk down the street and they'll all love to tell you their opinion and their, their advice. You know, the other day I was, I, I was seeing someone and they were giving um, their opinion and their advice to someone else in how to write how to get a book published and they were giving them their opinion and their advice and they were trying to coach them, et cetera, et cetera. This is how you get published, et cetera. So I went up to this person that was giving the advice and I said, how many published books have you written? And they said, none. <laughs> so, 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 so always veto, always look for people that have not just, not just got the gift of the gab and, and will speak it, but look for people who have obviously been there and done that people that have, um, people that have walked the walk. So then you can then look at them talking the talk. So, you know, if you want to be a professional speaker, go to a top tier professional speaker. If you want to be an influencer, go to an influencer. If you want to write a best selling book, go to, go to, go to someone that has written that best.
best-selling book. Um, you know, if if you want to if you want to make lots of money in business, make sure you veto someone who has made lots of money. Look at the car that they're driving. Look look how they're living their life, etc. So so always veto the person that that you lend your ear to because everyone wants to give you advice. Everyone does. Everyone will say, "I'm a good coach. I'm a good mentor. I can help you with this. I can help you with that." But guys, be wise. Be really really wise who your proximity is and make sure you've done your due diligence on them and this is discernment and it's really powerful and i think it circles back again into what you were sharing about story showing you know it's the fact that we learn from you know people that have walked the walk and i think that's a really um something that i'm noticing about our time as well is like you know you said yourself you know university didn't hold much like regarding you know your journey for until you went back to sort of speak at universities um there's just this idea of you know we can learn so much and i know this is true in my previous occupation as an engineer, you know, learning so much about, you know, how to be qualified in a certain field. But then after a while, it actually like, as soon as you go get your job, they ask you to disregard everything you learned and start again, because the experience of actually doing what you're doing is where you actually earn your stripes and doing what you're, you know, what it's all about. And from that place, once you started walking the walk, only then can you really start sharing what you need to do. And I think that discernment of who's actually walking the work versus who's actually learned something and just trying to engage from that space is, um, is really profound. You know, it's one of the earliest lessons I had on this journey, if I may share, is, you know, like the Inspired Evolution, I was hoping to do 100, 200 episodes and then figure out, learn how to, you know, be a creative or an entrepreneur. And then I realized only 10, 15 episodes in that actually I'm going to have to walk the talk exactly how you said it, you know, and this journey of storytelling that is the Inspired Evolution actually have to show that, you know, it is possible to be a creative or an entrepreneur. I think it's really profound what you've just shared. Thank you. Awesome. So for those that really want to get in touch with yourself, what's the easiest way to get in touch with, um, with the Speakers Institute? There, I know there's a website. Um, what's, and I know there's plenty of content that, you know, is Sam Cawthorn on YouTube as well and really valuable stuff. Like you can learn a lot. You know, I'm, I'm, I know that those tuning into this podcast will, will have learned a lot, um, but there's plenty online as well to absorb and learn. Um, but the best way to reach out to you, uh, the team is probably the website or what would you yeah, probably the best way is through social media. So Facebook, um, just type in Speakers Institute or you can type in Speakers Tribe and in there then you'll find uh, ways that you can get in contact with us through Messenger uh, or uh, our, our details, etc. there. But we, we do we do uh, social media very well, certainly. Yeah, just type in either Sam Cawthorn or Speakers Institute on any social media. Brilliant. And so what do the trainings look like for those that are tuning in that really want to deepen their ability as a speaker yeah so we we do live events uh and we do a lot of them because we've found that you can't really learn how to upgrade this number one skill set on the planet by just uh watching a screen (laughs) and so we do a lot of events where we get people up on stage and then we give them feedback and ultimately this is some of the most powerful ways how you can um, you know, get your message out there and upgrade this skill set. We also do a lot of showcases, such as we we work with a lot of TEDx events. So we work with TEDx curators. We bring them in to um, showcase our speakers. We bring in a lot of speaker bureaus to also showcase our speakers as well. And so we yeah we do everything from a one day event through to a three day boot camp through to a eighteen month curriculum. 
Brilliant. That all sounds super exciting. I um, Yeah, I'm going to be looking into that. <laughs> I hope those tuning in will be as well. Um, so I really just want to take the opportunity while I've got you here, Sam, to, to thank you so much, um, not just for today and the time that, and energy that we've um, been blessed to share here now, um, but also just, you know, the, the work that goes into being the individual that you are today. You know, there's, um, there's a very deep story there. Um, and thank you for the wisdom to share it in, with such grace and humility um and consistently showing up along the journey to do all the bits of work for us to have this illuminated enlightened conversation today yeah yep absolutely thank you again for having me Amrit. Appreciate <laughs> such it. a treat such a pleasure and um yeah just lastly um my final question by no means my least question beyond the speaking beyond the name beyond the story um maybe the question is esoteric who is sam Sam is a father and a husband ah, and a man of God. Yo, it all comes back to connection in the end. I love it. Thank you so much for your time again today. Thanks again. Cheers. Hey, Tribe. Thanks for tuning in to another fun, enlightening episode of the Inspired Evolution. I've been loving all the feedback and personal stories of love, uh, health and growth. Your feedback and stories are incredibly welcome. The easiest way to connect with me is via my website, which is www.amrit-sandu.com. You can leave me a message or a comment. It's one of my highest values to connect, so I love to connect and love to hear from you. You can also find me on Facebook, Amrit Sandu. And if the content has been resonating with you, you can help the Inspired Evolution out in a big way by liking the YouTube channel, subscribing to the Inspired Evolution, or the Facebook page, like that please, at the Inspired Evolution, or by leaving a review on iTunes if you're on an Apple device. And also, if the Inspired Evolution episodes are inspiring an evolution within you, or you can feel the inspiration is valuable for your team to evolve to the next level, you can head on over to www.amrit-sandu.com to see how the Inspired Evolution can help you and your team thrive. Much love, tribe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 